Today I wanted to give you a review of the film The Banker. This was released as an Apple original back in 2020, but not a lot of not a lot of people gave it the attention that I think it deserves. So I wanted to see if I can persuade some more folks to give it a watch. So The Banker was directed by George Nolfi. Written, the screenplay was written by Nicole R. Levy, George Nolfi, and David Lewis Smith. It's about two black entrepreneurs operating in Los Angeles in the 1960s. They joined forces to acquire a couple of whites only banks so that they can give home loans to black applicants who would otherwise be denied based on their race. Now, in the 1960s, there were some laws that were enacted to prevent and to protect minorities from discrimination so they can get loans. However, those laws weren't adhered to and they weren't enforced by government. So things went on as usual. So these black entrepreneurs took it among themselves to do something, to take action so that they can populate American neighborhoods with black families who were who who would become first-time homeowners as a result of this. And their ambition, it looks like it was led by Sam Bernard. He seems to be the one who really wanted to make this happen. Now, this is based on a true story. And the two men, they are pretty pretty good at what they do. So you have the cast. There are four main players in this film. Bernard Garrett, played by Anthony Mackey. So he received a high school education in Texas before at some point in his life, he moved to Los Angeles. He did odd jobs to support his family. He had a wife and three children. And he seemed to be a hard worker and was able to save money in order to start his own business, which was an investment firm called Garrett Investment Company. And he was able to accumulate $1 million in wealth in the 60s. Then you have Joseph Morris, played by Samuel L. Jackson. He is the son of a real estate broker and contractor. He received a community college education before starting on his entrepreneurial path. And I take it his parents played a huge role in what he learned along the way because he definitely had more of the connections of the two men between Bernard and uh, Joseph. Joseph was the one who knew everybody in town, basically, and knew how to conduct himself among white men, <laughs> which was, you know, very significant to any type of success for a black man in the 60s. Then you have 
Eunice, who is Bernard Garrett's wife. She is a little bit, she's, she has a lesser role because she is a black woman and she knows her place. So she knows when to be seen and not to be seen so that her husband's agenda can get done. And she, she is his confidant and she's a very intelligent and strong woman, but she, she knows when to help her husband out and when to, you know, kind of <laughs> be on the sidelines, you know, but she's a, she comes across as an intelligent business savvy woman herself. And then the last main character is Matt Steiner. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't think I said Eunice is played by actress Nia Long. And then there is Matt Steiner played by Nicholas Halt. Now he is a very important character to the two men. Um, he, Matt Steiner is a white man and they initially hire him as their employee. I forgot what his position was, but it was just a low level position. But when Garrett and Morris realize that they're going to keep running into issues with, you know, the white tenants, the police, basically everyone because they're two black men and, you know, it was quite racist in those days and blatantly racist and acceptable racism in those days. So it's, it was hard for them to try to do what they were doing without the help of some white folks. <laughs> they weren't going to get far, basically, with what they were trying to do. So they propositioned Matt Steiner to pose as the owner of the bank so that they can carry out this agenda without interruption from racist white people. So I, obviously they're going to pay Matt a nice salary and he agrees to do this. He, he didn't have the foresight to see that this was going to get him into trouble. I mean, I, I'm sure Garrett and Morris both knew that they would... <laughs> I mean, as two black men, I'm sure they, they kind of knew they were taking a chance and, and they knew they were going, going to run into some issues. But I don't know whether Matt Steiner knew the magnitude of what he was doing when he said yes to this. But nonetheless, he agreed to help them and he became the front man and both Garris and Morris taught him how to put him the financial side of things so that he can converse with obviously you know that group of people and know what he's talking about <laughs> because he I think he only had a high school education and the way they portrayed in the movie he this seemed to be his first adult job so he really didn't have a financial background in the movie is how they show it I don't know how true that is to real life but that's how they portrayed in the movie. He didn't have a financial background and education. So they teach him that. And then also Morris, who has the social skills and the connections, 
he teaches him how to basically conduct himself among rich white men, which again, Matt Snyder wasn't familiar with because it's, I get the impression he probably grew up in a, a middle to low, lower class family. So he, he's, he's not from a wealthy family is, is how they portrayed it. So yeah, they, they needed to show him, you know, how to look like he belongs basically. I mean, because just because he's white doesn't mean he automatically <laughs> it's, uh, I guess, conducting yourself among the affluent white people is not innate. So just because he's white doesn't mean he's going to look and sound like he belongs with those men. But um, it was actually quite interesting to see how he, how he grew into that personality. You know, <laughs> he definitely, I think, really enjoyed it once he learned what he needed to learn. He he really enjoyed kind of duping folks, essentially. Being that this is based on a true story, I'm not too sure how true it was about how the two men met. But in the movie, Garrett and Morris are introduced to each other through Eunice who is Bernard's wife and also Morris's niece. So that's how the two men meet. And with Bernard's math acumen and with Joseph's social acumen, the two men together and with their wealth and their experience, they become a dynamic duo. Now, everything's going well and they're getting these loans out to uh, black applicants, home loans. Uh, and again, they acquired at least three white banks. Now, in those days, basically the banks were segregate, segregated in the 60s. They were for whites and then you had the banks that were for the blacks, which is how they were able to deny, <laughs> deny home loans to the blacks. So they, the two men acquired at least three um, that we know of around 1962 and 1963 is when they acquired those banks so that they could do these home loans for the black applicants and get them approved. Now, everything was going fine. They were giving out these loans to the black applicants. They also were buying real estate in the neighborhoods and hoping to basically turn the white neighborhoods into black neighborhoods. That's the ultimate goal. And so they were buying up property and banks so they could achieve this agenda. And everything was going well <laughs> until it came time for the bills to get paid. So it sounds like People defaulted on their loans. Um, close to, I think, a million dollars is what they... Uh, yeah, it's, it's close to a million dollars between the three banks. And this gets the attention of the U.S. Senate because the banks are federally insured. So when 
you rack up debt to that extent, obviously it's going to draw attention. So, so they open an investigation and they discover these two black men <laughs> are giving out loans to black people and the loans are not being paid and, you know, how are they going to get their money back, right? So then they get Garrett and Morris, they have to come before Congress to testify. And then, you know, things happen from there. And I don't want to give away what happens. You watch the movie, but it is pretty interesting to see what these two men got away with at that time. And it's quite ambitious what they did, but also it's altruistic because they really were taking a chance and putting their own family and lives at risk for the greater good of Black people. So, yeah, I just really enjoyed this story. I hope you guys will give it a watch. And if you do, if I persuaded you, let me know. Or even if I didn't persuade you, if you saw The Bankers, the movie, let me know what, what your thoughts are about it in the comments. But yeah, so The Bankers, it's available on Apple. I think it's a great film. Now, I will say it is two hours long. So, you know. <laughs> but at no point was I bored when I watched the film. And I don't think there's anything in there that is unnecessary or redundant. Like, I don't see what they could have cut out to make it under two hours. I mean, I, I think it needs to be two hours from what all they put in there. But yeah, again, I would highly recommend this movie. I hope you will give it a watch and let me know what you think of it. All right, well, that does it. 